You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. We're hanging out here today because one day while hiking in Peru, after just having been let go from my dream job, it hit me. There's so much more to life and there's no excuse for not embracing uncertainty and trying new things to really explore our full potential in this lifetime. On this weekly podcast, you'll hear from successful entrepreneurs, creative thinkers, and visionaries just like you so that you feel less alone as you pursue everything you want and deserve in this lifetime. This is a space where big sky thinking is welcomed and conversations about daily betterment are essential. So if you're ready to stop living an ordinary life and start living a visionary life, then welcome home. Welcome back to the Visionary Life Podcast. Today on the show, I'm sitting down with a Canadian food legend. His name is Peter Neal. Peter Neal is one half of the brotherly duo behind Neal Brothers Foods. You've probably indulged in their epic corn tortilla chips dipped in salsa, both with the brand name Neal Brothers on them. If you haven't tried them, what are you waiting for? Uh, Or maybe you've tried their insanely tasty pasta sauces. But did you know that this well-known Canadian food brand and distribution company started as two brothers making croutons out of their parents' kitchen? Yep, it is true. Over 33 years ago, Neil Brothers began as a simple startup, and today it has grown into something so much more. Peter has been on my dream interview list for many years, partially because I'm a huge fan of their blue corn and flax chips, and I thought they should know who I am, who their biggest fan in the world is. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I have many friends who know the Neal brothers personally, and they have nothing but amazing things to say about them. So naturally, I kept putting this off and reaching out, but I knew now was the time. They're launching Crank Coffee, and I am just so stoked for the growth of this company and so grateful that Peter agreed to sit down and to share their long journey over the last 33 years on the show with you all. So if you're a budding business owner, you're going to love learning from Peter about what it really takes to build a brand with longevity. In this episode, we chat about the moment he knew he was a natural born salesman, why having belief in yourself and in your products is so important, what some of the early successes were in the Neil Brothers journey that gave them hope. We talk about the role of curiosity and asking questions when you don't have all the answers. And he shares some tips and lessons learned after 33 years in business. So if you want to connect with Peter and with the Neil Brothers, head to neilbrothersfoods.com to learn more, to find them on social and all the things. So Go support them. Get yourself some Neil Brothers chips, salsas, whatever you want. They have tons of products. They're all so good. And I hope you love this episode. Peter Neal, welcome to the Visionary Life Podcast. I am super excited to sit down with you today. And uh, I think our 
paths have crossed many times in the past. Originally, many years ago when I worked for Aaron Skelton and Steve Hollingsworth at Loblaws, and I remember seeing you at trade shows, and there was always such a vibrant energy around Neil Brothers. And then recently, as I started to gather data and just the questions that I wanted to ask you on this episode of the show, I wanted to get some insider info. And so I texted one of your friends, Cheryl Torrance, and she said the most wonderful things about you. And I want to share them with the listeners just to set the stage. So she said, he's a guy that radiates love and warmth and treats people with much respect. If more people were like Peter, the world would have a different vibe. And he has one of the best smiles in the world. And I just think I think that's such an amazing statement of your personal character. And I guess where I want to kick off with that is just asking you, you know, is this something you were born with? Have you always brought this warmth to every interaction that you've had? Oh, boy. Uh, so first of all, I will say I love you too, Big Daddy, Cheryl Torrance, and and my head swelling. Um <laughs> Geez, uh, you know, I, I mean, I was brought up in a really loving family, uh, amazing parents, great brothers. And um, I think we just, you know, my, my parents exuded that. And, you know, I, I, I would say a, 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 a test going back and looking at that, uh, that question is, is I think in, in grade three or four, I was challenged to, to sell tickets. As we all were at school for a mm-hmm. fundraiser. And um, I, the prize was a camera and I, I'd never had a camera. I thought that was really cool. So I went out uh, with all of the tickets in hand. Um, and after about an hour and a half, I came back and my parents said, um, you know, how many tickets do you still have to sell? I said, no, they're all gone. And they, they were flabbergasted. It was a lot of tickets. And I think 90% of the doors bought. <laughs> and my parents determined that between um, a nice big warm smile and some very red rosy cheeks because it was cold out, um, you know, and, and maybe just a, um, a, a gift of the gab. Uh, I was a natural born salesperson. So, but, um, and I, I'd like to think that was exuding all of those good qualities and it's nice to, wow, incredibly humbling and beautiful to hear that. But uh, I guess, I guess, I guess I, I guess I got, I was born with it. So that's pretty cool. I love it. And you know what? I think selling and marketing have an energy to it, right? And simply bringing a smile and being excited and being approachable and warm can actually be the difference between being a great salesperson and great marketer but or not, right? Being on the other side and not having that energy of, I want to approach this person. So I think, you know, that smile has served you well. And I think for the listener, like that could be one of the secrets to growing a business is having that approachable energy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's also, you know, it wouldn't be there uh, for any given conversation or let's say sales presentation if it didn't stem, stem from a place of um, genuine. And, you know, I, I think my brother and I with our, with our Neil brothers distribution company could have gone all sorts of different paths. Um, but, you know, we've always, you know, tried as much as we can to, to represent brands, not only Neil brothers and our new crank coffee, but other brands that we believed in the product and why it should be on the shelf, why consumers would like it. And, and, we knew that it represented amazing founders or, you know, the, the people who had created the brand in the first place. So that's, um, that, I think that shines through with absolute, you know, genuine, a sense of genuine, which is, um, you know, it's, it's pretty powerful for, for that measure of success as well. 
Mm -hmm. It certainly is. And so let's rewind a little bit because you actually started your business more than 30 years ago with your brother. Um, And I believe it started by making croutons in your parents' kitchen. So after you were a master of selling tickets at school, was this your next entrepreneurial venture? And how did you decide on croutons as that first product that you wanted to bring to market? From tickets to croutons, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, that's the name of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad it's not uh, genius ideas, because. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we um, yeah we started in Mom's Kitchen Aurora, and uh, you know it was really as much as anything a, a test to see whether or not uh, a we wanted to work together as brothers, and and b it was um, you know it was in the in the the recession in the nineties or, you know, early 80s, sorry, late eighties. And it was, um, you know, consumers and retailers alike were not looking for natural specialty food products as much as, as they are today. They're looking for the big CPG trusted brands that were advertised on television and commercials. So it was, it wasn't easy, uh, but it, um, croutons really gave us the, um, the, uh, the easy ability to get to market because they're inexpensive to make and bag and, and get to market. They're not overly complicated, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it, it so it really served as this amazing litmus test for us. We're like, okay, you know what? People are have a, we've got a market for it. people like it, like them. Uh, they like us, and my brother and I enjoy working together. And you know, thank goodness because after 33 years, I, I can't imagine you know having a partner that I didn't absolutely love and call my best friend. Now, is that advice you would give to? wannabe entrepreneurs that you should start with some sort of low cost, low risk business model? Or is that not something you would say is imperative in launching a business? A quick word from our premier sponsor of the Visionary Life podcast, and that is Healthy Planet. If you are a health nut like me, you're going to love that you can save money on the brands you already purchase by ordering online from Healthy Planet. They love our visionary community and want to support all of us in living our best lives. So you can shop at Healthy Planet entirely online and products will be dropped at your doorstep within just a few days. It's so easy, so convenient, and that gives you no excuse to say it's really hard to eat healthy because it's not. So treat your body, your mind, and your business with with the fuel it deserves from Healthy Planet. You can shop by department, dietary need, or even just check out the sale rack. It's such an efficient way to ensure you're stocked up on all your favorite health goods all of the time. Use code VISIONARY10 at checkout to save on your Healthy Planet order. That's VISIONARY10 at checkout. Well, it's all relative, right? You know, we were really young at the time. So for us, it fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was an easy entry. I didn't have to, it wasn't capital intensive. We didn't have to borrow a whole lot of money. We didn't have to, you know, build a factory. Uh, you know, we had a, a very meager one to, to produce what we were producing, but, um, yeah, I think, I think, um, for a first time entrepreneur, um, you know, be careful on how, how much you bite off. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I know entrepreneurs who've gotten into food in their thirties, forties, they had a bit of a cushion behind them. Um, I think they had a really good idea and probably some smarter, um, you know, people around them or, or, or maybe more business intuition than my brother and I did at the time. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> excuse me, I'd say from a, um, a, a, from experience standpoint, our age, um, and our, our ability to access capital, um, it was the smart, right move for us. Uh, but yeah, relatively speaking for any on, new entrepreneur, you know, make sure you're setting, your goals within, you know, your capabilities at the time, whether it be resources financially or from a human standpoint, human capital standpoint. 
Yeah, really, really good point. So when you're making croutons and you start to have some of these early successes and obviously people are enjoying them, I'm wondering, did you guys have any idea where the business was going from there? Had you sat down and written like this master business plan for the 30 years that would follow? And, you know, like, does it resemble anything that you have today? Or were you literally just creating one day at a time and seeing what the reaction was from your customers? Well, we were kind of throwing croutons against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, so I'd say, um, you know, a youthful naivete, um, blind faith, and a, an incredible amount of hope. Um, yes. I, I, I think I, I was, I, I don't think I ever thought that, you know, this exact route would get us to where we want to go. And I think, um, and, and I think there, there's a sense of re- realism. And maybe I was, you know, kind of born with that as well, whereby, you know, times change, people's tastes change, um, life changes, um, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to hop into this river over here that's food and entrepreneurial, yeah. and we're going to ride it out and see what's around every twist and turn and hopefully navigate the waters in such a way that we end up where we want to be at some point in time in life and, and say, hey, you know, okay, we're, 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 at, we're at a point where, you know, maybe we can get out of the canoe and this is a, a happy, safe and, and, and great place to be. And, um, uh, I think we're at that point right now, but I want to continue jumping back into that canoe and see what's around the next corner. Cause damn, is it ever exciting? And we've got an amazing, amazing team who work with us. Um, and it's certainly fun to do it from a team perspective. It feels like family, you know, going down this river together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you guys have come such a long way in the last 30 years, kind of going back to those first few years, what were some of the early successes that gave you that hope that this is going to work. This rocket ship might take off. Like, do you remember what those key milestones yeah. were that you celebrated that were very meaningful to your business? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I remember we had, um, we'd been uh, baking croutons and selling them and putting them in stores. And I think it was the second week. Um, and you know, we had a business card that had my parents' you know, phone number at home that was hooked <laughs> up to an answering machine. And I remember, I remember getting back, um, on a, you know, maybe a Sunday night from a friend's place and my brother and I had been away. And uh, there was a message on the voicemail, you know, you push the play button and the you know, the voice had been recorded, you know, very old school. And they said, um, it's the so-and-so shop. I think it was maybe the Aurora fruit market at the time. We are completely sold out of croutons and we need more. People are loving them. And we, oh and we just God. did a happy day. We did a happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> And, and then I think after that, we might have won a, a, a Royal Bank Entrepreneurial Award within the first uh, year or two. Um, and uh, and then I, I would say that probably the, the next big success point was um, maybe eight to 10 years later when the folks at, you know, at the time Metro, well, AMP Dominion, which what it was formally called, um, gave us a break and said, hey, you know what, we want to we want to try some of these, you know, different types of products in our stores from smaller local and natural and organic and sort of food products. And it's new for us, but you know, would you help us? Um, and would you bring some of your products into our stores? And, 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 and that was, that was, that was a big, big change in, in our, in our, in our business. It was a guy named Gary McDonald, um, who's now with whole foods, but wow. you know, and never forget Gary, um, and never forget a few, you know, there's a handful, uh, handfuls and handfuls actually of folks who, you know, were there, at that moment and who you know trusted my brother and i and you know when 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 that's kind of a one in ten you you celebrate those because yeah you know eight nine times out of ten you're, you're getting a door slam you're getting a you know 
no interest, come back later sort of thing. It's, you know, it's, it's a cutthroat world in grocery and it's not easy being on the shelves. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important just for anyone listening to celebrate those little milestones and to make sure that, you know, you do give yourself recognition for those little wins, because as we know, there are so many times when, you know, everything's going wrong, nothing's going according to plan. And I just think it's important to take that time to celebrate even the littlest of wins in a day or in a week, because uh, that's going to give you that confidence and that motivation to move forward. Now, you know, that you- is such an important, important uh, piece. Kelsey, my, yeah. and my dad had said that at one point in time, he said, you know, celebrate those, those little victories because, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of other, um, de- seemingly defeats that can bring you down. So, um, hold on to them, cherish them and, and yeah, jump up and down and pat yourself on the back. So, and we did. I love that. Now you mentioned, you know, a couple key people helping you in the early days of your business because you and your brother didn't necessarily have a ton of entrepreneurial experience or experience, you know, listing products in grocery stores and in retail stores. I'm curious, where did you turn to when you had questions? Where did you learn how to run and grow a business? Like were there books or people or did you guys just figure it all out yourself? Oh, definitely not uh, on our own. (laughs) (laughs) I think my brother and I have a a number of good skills in our tool belt, but um, we certainly don't have every one of them. That's 100% for sure. Um, So we, yeah, we turned to, um, I know at the time we would ask some of our current retailers, you know, um, um, you know, how are other brands selling to you? Um, You know, all those, all those important questions that you may not ask, you know, how, how do you find us in terms of our interaction? How do you find our products? Is there anything we could change? And, you know, I, I, I firmly believe in that advice that you can never ask too many stupid questions and, um, and, and, you know, learning for life means asking questions. Right. And, and when you think you've got all the answers, I think you're, 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 you're digging yourself a, a, an early uh, grave in terms of business life. Um, so we asked a lot of questions and, you know, there was uh, we had, we had, uh, a couple of young gals who worked for us, their dad ended up being, you know, we realized he was a, you know, you know, fairly big name in the food business. And, and he was one of our earliest mentors. Um, and so, you know, a, a really dear friend of ours as well. Um, Paul Fredericks um, was one of our early producers for salsas and pasta sauces. And he, um, he always called it the way he saw it. Uh, he'd been around the block a few times and he'd worked with the same retailers. And so it was, it was, Folks like that who really helped to give Chris and I um, some better guidance with respect to growing the business and dealing with retailers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's so important as a reminder just to not feel like you have to do it all alone, because especially if you're launching a business and you haven't gone through this journey before to be able to rely on people who do have a little bit more knowledge or to have that relationship with someone who can act as a mentor. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to know it all. And I think being curious and asking for help is one of the best things you can do, especially in those early stages. Yeah. You know what? At the time we didn't have social media. Uh, we couldn't put a blanket question out there. We didn't have LinkedIn, um, right. where there's a great forum. Right. I honestly think I should have joined YPO, Young Presence Organization. I didn't. And you know, I, I don't have a lot of regrets in life. And But from a business perspective, I wish I had become uh, more involved with some of these forums. My brother and I had started an organization with four others back in the earlier 
early 90s called YEA, which was Young Entrepreneurs Association of Canada. And that was a, you know, that that group helped as well. We had people from all different types of businesses, but we were all struggling with some of the same things, you know, hiring and access to capital and insurance and, you know, legal, et cetera, et cetera. So I would encourage any aspiring entrepreneur to, you know, if you, you, we end up being so incredibly busy. Um, one of the best things you can do is is free yourself up and force yourself to, to free up some time. You always figure out how to make that time work some somewhere else, but to get step out of your own business and engage with others, ask some questions and get some great advice. And it, it does wonders for your um, mental landscape and it does amazing wonders for your business. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back to that old adage of you need to not just work in your business, but you need to work on your business. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is getting away from the daily grind enough to actually work on the vision. Where are we going? What is this all for? Why am I doing this? But when you're just caught in that daily grind and there's so much to do, you can just sit in your office on your laptop alone all day and feel like it's doomsday every day. And I think it's so important what you say to get out, meet other entrepreneurs, chat with people from different industries, problem solve together and take like that 10,000 foot view on your business once in a while, if not weekly to see like, what can we improve upon or what should our focus be? Um, and just giving yourself that space and that clarity to actually see your business from afar versus being inside of it all the time. Yep. 100% that is (laughs) key. It's so important. It's so easy not to do it, but yeah, you got it. So let me ask you, if we were to fast forward a little bit, like what is your role in Neil Brothers today? Obviously, it's evolved probably many times over the years, but what are um, like your superpowers in the business and what does uh, your role look like in the company today? Yeah, um, you know, fortunately, Chris and I had different types of you know, personalities and skill sets. So um, Chris was more certainly on the operation side um and and mine has, has always been sales marketing and and product creation so um i've, I've had a I don't know, i've had luck or somewhat prescient in and being able to locate or, or source some amazing new brands to bring to canada for our distribution side of their business and then also from a um knowing where trends were going with um non-GMO or organic or, or fair trade or no preservatives and, and artificial flavors back in the 80s. That's, that's how far that goes back. But yeah. um, just looking for those trends and, and, and making sure we're on them and ahead of them. So um, that's, that's what I've been really good at. I would say um, where I recognize my lack of skills is in, um, you know, I'm not the most day-to-day focused. Uh, I kind of suffer from that distractive ADHD type personality, <laughs> uh, which doesn't make for a great leader. Um, and I love people. I'm a great connector. That's one of my superpowers for sure. Um, but uh, day-to-day leadership. And, you know, I think fast forward, um, I would love, and so would my brother, we'd love to have um, someone uh, come into the business who shared our values and philosophies on life and business and, and help to lead our company in a, in a much more profound way that that really supports and works with our employees and we're, we're, we're in need of that if anyone's listening <laughs> <laughs> I actually know someone who you should talk to and I I just started doing um, some marketing consulting 
with a company who's in this like skyrocket growth phase and they brought on an operator, someone who can kind of like lead the team, meet with the team and so that the two founders can stay in that visionary mindset and are not bogged down. And I've seen just how transformative this can be when somebody else with the same vision can come and get the team rowing the same way without the founders having to be totally caught up. And I'm like, oh my God, this role is genius. And people who can do it are truly gifted because they are really like the day-to-day manager of everything and the answerer of all the questions. And yeah, it's really, really neat. So yeah, we'll, we'll okay, put that I, out I, into the universe that you are looking for somebody. <laughs> yeah. So imagine Donkey and Shrek jumping up and down saying, pick me, pick me, pick yep. me. That's, mm-hmm. that, that, that's me right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Over here. It. No, I think that's going to be a game changer for you. So can you give us a a bit of an insight into what Neil Brothers looks like today as a company? Like how many team members are you at? What kind of products do you have? Give us a snapshot of how far you've come. Yeah, so we we like to refer to ourselves as a a boutique distribution company. We handle brand management um, for about 50 different brands um some really amazing brands from you know a big juggernaut like like a u.s based lacroix or lacroix water um Mm -hmm. to um we still have one of our original items uh kettle potato chips and tazo tea that we brought in the late 80s or late 90s sorry um and then you know continuously bringing in new innovative um brands i love working with um canadian aspiring entrepreneurs uh new businesses and, and seeing them grow um yeah, I've got a bunch of favorites right now, including uh, Emily O'Brien from Comeback Snacks, who just is an amazing human being, great story. So I, I love a story. I love selling a story. So uh, so we've got that. We've got about 60 people in Eastern Canada that uh, work with us uh, on the Neil Brothers team, and, uh, and they play various roles. A lot of it would be on our distribution side again. And then on the brand side, we have about 50 different products, including our new DL Beer, um, and then uh, my most exciting new product um i'd say probably top two uh, ever in 33 years is our new crank coffee um uh, it's organic fair trade locally roasted um and it's absolutely spectacular coffee it's 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 when someone says you want a good cup of coffee great yeah, this is this is not your crazy esoteric nutty you know uh, single origin coffee uh, we just wanted to um, an amazing coffee blend that 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 it resonated with um, Canadians and and people who like, you know, again a good cup of Joe and and like getting out and being active. So it's uh, it's tied to all that. And there's a give back to Community Food Centers Canada and to cycling in Canada through the uh, Morning Glory Cycling Club. So yeah, Crank Coffee is is uh, is absolutely you know fueling our fires these days. Hey Visionary, are you ready to launch your business? If you're looking for a way to get started, we can help. The Visionary Method is a weekly coaching program that will guide you through the process of launching your business and generating revenue in as little as 12 weeks. We have helped over 100 entrepreneurs build their businesses from scratch and find community with people just like them. You don't have to do this alone. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert, young or old, experienced or brand new. 
our method works for everyone who wants it badly enough. This isn't about getting rich quick. It's about creating something meaningful that changes lives and makes the world a better place. Join us today by heading to kelseyridle.com for details or click the link in the show notes and learn more about the visionary method. I love that. And that's actually the original reason I caught your post on LinkedIn announcing this. And I just thought like, this is the product I've been waiting for from you guys because I don't have loyalty to any coffee brand in Canada. And so I was super stoked. And that's one of the things that I want to kind of drill down on a little bit. So in bringing, was this your idea to bring coffee to your product selection? Oh, uh, 10 years ago, but we were working <laughs> okay. with, a, yeah. we were, we were working with another great coffee company and, you know, we've always been very loyal to our partners and we, we agreed never to launch a, 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 um, right. um, a, a coffee while we were representing this, uh, this other group. And, uh, when we parted ways, um, I, I knew the timing was right. I had come up with the packaging and the look and the feel, um, I think back in, 2008 2009 the trademark company would tell us and um and i and i you know my appreciation for coffee and what i really wanted out of uh, a line of uh different blends um you know just evolved over the last 10 years more and more till we we knew exactly you know who we wanted to work with um and where we wanted to source the beans from how we wanted to roast them and and how we wanted to package them and more so uh or equally so i'll say is to support um, the amazing work that um, Nick Saul and his team do at Community Food Centers Canada. I've been involved with them for 15 years um, and knowing that we're going to be channeling funds towards them and um, and also, you know, promoting, you know, healthy cycling through the Morning Glory Coffee Club um, feels really good. It's where we're helping support young, aspiring um, kids who, who, you know, maybe don't have the means to afford you know, training or a bicycle. So um, some really good stuff built into Crank as well. And that, that to us, that feels really good. Yeah, it's really neat that you have that underlying mission behind the the brand itself. So I think that's a really important point to point out is just that, you know, it's more than just coffee and there's this greater vision behind it. Um, just to kind of like pick your brain on the ideation process from the time you got the idea, like what does it look like to actually bring this product to life like how long did it take like what were some of the challenges you encountered in adding coffee to your product selection you know i'm going to give you an analogy of music so you know you start off and you're you know 18 19 20 you put a few guys together a few few people folks together to you know play this instrument play that instrument you you know you grind grind it out for years until you get some success um and, and then you know you've had all sorts of maybe you know mixed or you know good success or whatever with you know, in our case, brands, etc., um, and and then that you know, the, maybe the, the 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 a few of the members of the band say, you know, let's do something different. Let's get let's mm. either get the band together again, or, or or let's pull some of the, you know, our friends from all these other successful bands. Um, you know, there's lots of great stories around uh, that, how those things have happened. Um, and for us, we thought, you know, it's time to call Elspeth Copeland. Uh, it's time to call Greg Alford. It's time to call um, our packaging, Ava Abbott. Um, it's time to put all the best elements of everything we've ever done and some of the best people in terms of um, tastemakers. So Elspeth yeah. Copeland had run Loblaw Brands for, for years, and she now, for the last 10 years, flies around the world 
taking care of people's products and builds them. She's an absolutely wonderful human being. It's just like, okay, we, we want Elspeth on our team. Not only do we love her like crazy, but she's an incredible tastemaker. We put a QR coder to, uh, who we've known for years, who is the equivalent of a, of a um, you know, top sommelier for wine. Um, so certified, you know, knows their beans and knows how to source and roast. Um, and then, you know, equipment and, and, um, uh, sort of side of things with our, with our friend, Greg Alford, uh, who's been in coffee all his life. And there's just coffee nerds and we, and nerds yeah. that we absolutely love and, and can sit down and nerd out on things like coffee. So, you know, we've put this amazing group together and that ideation process allowed us to get cranked to market in 18 months versus what might have been, you know, two plus years, um, and and maybe not have nailed all the elements as well as I feel we have at this, this stage and age of my life, and say that is a really cool bag of coffee, and damn, does it ever taste good. Mm. Yeah, that's so awesome that you were basically able to assemble your dream team to bring this product yep. to life that's and it. <laughs> to realize that you guys are at a point in your business where you don't have to do it all yourself. And, you know, if you know somebody who has a skill set or, you know, a gift that you do not have to be able to bring them and say, all right, like you take ownership of this, you take ownership of this and to let people work their magic. It's such a dream come true. I think for any entrepreneur is to assemble all of the masters in one room and say, all right, everybody like do your thing. We trust you. Like, let's bring this product to life in the best possible way. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of them are retired and couldn't have done it before. Um, yeah. uh, Others probably were way too busy and maybe not in a position to trust or, or know Chris and I well enough to say, hey, you guys have got permission to create and sell coffee. I know you did croutons and tortilla chips, but and co coffee is different. But, you know, you guys have earned your stripes and your cred and we'll, we will work with you. We will join the uh, the coffee dream team. Um, so it, I just like I, I get goosebumps thinking about what we've created and, and the people who've helped us do it. Uh, it's just it's uh, dreamy. 100% dreamy. Now, I know you mentioned one of your strengths is marketing. And I'm curious, in growing the brand awareness of Crank Coffee, in marketing this product, what's working right now? I know marketing is an ever-evolving, ever-changing landscape, especially now with the online world. But I just want to hear from your perspective, what works right now in terms of getting brand awareness to grow every single day, especially for this new product, Crank Coffee Co. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, I, I, you know, in normal times, non-COVID times, yeah. we would have teams of um, demo people out. We'd be at events. We'd be sampling yes. and tasting. So, uh, you know, as the curtain lifts a little bit on the restrictions, we've been able to do some of that. We sponsored a, a race up in Collingwood, the Spartan race, and there's thousands of people dying Amazing. for a cup of coffee at 5 a.m. We had our lights on. We were roasting. Our brilliant. Team was. So brilliant. And, and that resonates, right? You get a chance to talk to someone while you're making their coffee and, and share it with them and hear the feedback. Um, yeah. And we've done a few events. We did uh, the new farm event up in term, in, uh, which supports um, community food centers and others, and a thousand people on a farm. And we were the only coffee there and we just continually heard good feedback. So, you know, that power of word of mouth is really strong. Um, you know, as I said, it was really difficult 30 years ago before social media to, to, you know, reach anybody. Uh, but now we can, reach, you know, uh, in the case of Crank Coffee, our, our, our Instagram is only about five or 600 people, but it's growing. And, you know, as we get an opportunity to tell, you know, 
10 more people and, and 20 more people. Um, we know that, um, so that side of thing, the viral word of mouth it, it, through social, et cetera, the events, um, we've done some advertising. We've actually had some of our um, best retailers who love us and support us and um, have given us big displays in their stores. They've um, put us in their ads, uh, which reaches tens of thousands of people. Uh, we worked with a local radio station, um, and you know we've been collab doing collabs with um, um, other brands and, and maybe cafe type retail uh, outlets who you know know us and know what we went through and know, want to support crank so um we will continue to build that across the country and and as the curtains lift on covid and the restrictions will be out at more events and and our vehicle will be out um you know um, sampling and ensuring that we're in, in all sorts of great places to interact with consumers to let them know the story of crank yeah, it sounds like you're definitely taking that multi-channel approach, like trying many different things, not just sampling, but also doing the social media, also, you know, the collaborations, also getting in flyers. So I think that's super important just to always be experimenting with marketing, like what worked yesterday may not work tomorrow. So you got to have your hands in a few different places and just make sure that you are showing up where consumer attention is, which is always evolving. So I think that's really smart. And, you know, we look forward to seeing you uh, giving more samples because I think that's one of the best ways for people to get hooked on crank coffee is to actually try it. But I love that you've been able to continue to do that even when sampling wasn't possible. Yeah, you know, in, in between uh, with the Morning Glory Cycling Club, there's 1,200 uh, riders, active riders. Wow. They're all involved in a competition right now, um, and we've t- teamed up with Sapsucker Water. We've teamed up with Rally Beer, and those collabs are, are great too because you know suddenly we're we're doing a good thing um, by you know donating to the to the, the organization and supporting them, working with them. And there's 1,200 people who are who are, are are seeing our coffee as well, and. You know, we'll start showing up at some of their rides first thing in the morning or partway through maybe to refresh them with some some coffee. So, yeah, you know what? I, I would prefer to do that than um, relentlessly sabotaging someone's um, Google search. Um, <laughs> I, I hate I that. I agree. I totally oh, agree. Man. And I think there's so much more power in having those interactions in the physical realm versus just continuing to push thousands and thousands of dollars through Facebook ads. Like for me, the brands that I support are the ones, and I know that you're passionate about this, is where I know the story behind it or where I've had an in-person interaction or where I met someone from the company or tried the product. To me, that's what creates um, you know, longevity in the brands that I buy. It's never about what's hit me on Google or on the sidebar on Facebook. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we'll just you know put a, put a stake in that one. But um, <laughs> well, Peter, we are so excited to continue supporting you. I was just on your website, like literally salivating over all of the amazing products that you have. I've been hooked on the corn chips, the blue corn chips for really like the better part of the past decade. And I would definitely encourage people to go check out your story, your product selection on your guys website, Neil Brothers Foods. But if people want to connect with you or learn more about what you guys are up to with Crank Coffee, where are the best places for them to find you? Yeah, so um, on Instagram, probably the best for at Neil Brothers or at Crank Coffee with one underscore, not the folks who are 
impersonating us right now with two oh, no. and a four. Oh, come on. I know. That's, that's in- flattering, in- right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Instagram won't listen to us. But anyway, um, I'm at Peter Neal one N-E-A-L-1. Um, and then I'm often doing not only my personal thing, but my business thing, which is, you know, uh, my, my duality. And um, uh, where else could they? Oh, you know what? My Going to my brain right now, you talked about salivating on the new items. Um, one of our favorite, absolute, in terms of our family, my brother's family, is uh, our new corn chips. And it's the elote flavor, which in you know Mexican flavor is, is uh, it means Mexican street corn. So if you ever had street oh corn God. in Mexico with that freso and the, 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 the queso. and uh, Yes. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, geez. It's why great. have I not tried these yet? Oh, my God. I I've got to get out of my Salt. house and go shopping. <laughs> Salt, pepper, spice, and that that taste of, um, uh, of of true Mexican street corn. So, ah, those are crazy. Unbelievable. Well, I cannot wait to try them. I'm going to link everything you just shared in the show notes. And, you know, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story. I know a lot of people consume your products and are big fans of the brand, but I'm not sure that they've ever really thought about who's actually behind it. So I'm really excited to be able to have shared this conversation with our visionary community. And we wish you all of the best in this launch with Crank Coffee and with all of the other innovative products that I'm sure you'll be bringing into the mix. So thank you so much for your time, Peter. Thank you. And I'll say A, pleasure to speak with you and be um you know really grateful for the support you talked about marketing and the ability to have a platform and for you to have um, taken the time to ask me questions means a lot to my brother and i so thank you oh i love that and you know what like i know a lot of our listeners they find new brands through podcasts these days um and there's just something about hearing a voice behind the products that's really powerful so thank you so much and i hope to steer many people your way to become brand evangelists of neil brothers as i am so thanks peter thank you so much kelsey Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method Business Coaching Experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.